It's live at Five Sports. A bill filling in for Todd today, joined by Jim Suhan of the Star Tribune and Talk North podcast. And Jim, it's been uh, kind of fascinating, I guess you could use maybe not the correct term, but the way the Twins have been, uh, you know, kind of up and down this year. And, uh, you know, they're now two games back over 500, but they've really been kind of, uh, you know, all the things that we praised them for back at the beginning of the year, we could kind of say now have kind of, you know, turned south. The, re- the relief pitching, the hitting, uh, the depth, I mean, it seems like it's all kind of, uh, you know, taken a turn on them here the last few weeks. Uh, yes and no. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, they go on the road. Really, they just haven't scored enough runs, and the middle relief has not been as good as they thought or hoped it would be. Um, you know, the last two weeks, I mean, if, you know, Jorge Lopez, who's a very good pitcher, has been on the mound giving up three go-ahead runs. Pagan had one blown, bad blown save situation. Jack hasn't been as good as they need him to be. Moran's been up and down. So uh, starting pitching has been generally excellent. They've hit home runs. They have not put together enough good at-bats or sustained rallies, uh, which is going to have to change. And they've had too many injuries. And injuries are part of the reason why you know, uh, they haven't scored as many runs as they need to. I mean, a lot of them, their middle relief hasn't been good enough, but if you look at them statistically, they're kind of middle of the pack in baseball. When you don't score runs, all of a sudden you're putting a lot of pressure on middle relievers. And guess what? Middle relievers are middle relievers because they're not that good. If they were really good, they'd be starters or closers or setup men. So they just need to, number one, they need to score more runs, but they also have not been able to run out a deep lineup because of all the injuries. You know, you mentioned something, and I was thinking the exact same thing, uh, situational hitting. Is that becoming kind of a lost art? I mean, is everybody going up there just swinging for the fences, or what? what's the story right now? I don't think it's just baseball-wide. I mean, you know, we went through a, a period of time where the home run became so glorified and so sought after that situational hitting did really go away. And I don't know that every team is that way today, but the Twins are that way. They are very home run dependent. They're not good enough situationally. They have too many people who strike out too much. Uh, And you see that when they don't hit home runs, they don't score runs. They aren't good with bases loaded. They aren't good at getting runners in from third unless they they squeeze, which the squeeze button has been highly effective for them. And they had a double steal of home yesterday. Uh, Situational hitting has not been good enough. Part of it is the nature of the modern hitter. Part of it is this group of hitters strikes out too much and doesn't alter its approach you know, in those situations or with two strikes, and that's a problem. Yeah, I know. They did score one run late. They had a pretty good lead, but, you know, lately no lead has been necessarily safe. But uh, Solano, it's, yeah, that's his name, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, he hit that ball into right center field. It looked effortlessly, you know. He He just took a nice, easy swing, and it scored a run and, you know, added some insurance uh, you know, uh, in that ball game yesterday, and I thought right away, I don't see much of that with the Twins, and I really haven't for a few years, it seems like. And every great hitter I've covered in person, um, you know, Molitor, Puckett, uh, Herbeck, Knobloch, Morneau, Maurer, uh, you know, on through the line, they've all believed that you need to be able to use the opposite field, and the best way to get out of a slump is hit the ball the other way. You see the ball longer. You trust your hands. Uh, it, it's, it gives you more time to react to spin, and then you can take a nice, easy swing and hit a single or a double to the opposite field. Um, and then Morneau was the ultimate master at that. I think Morneau Molitor did it better than anybody, where they would kind of take away the outside pitch from the pitcher by hitting it the other way, and then they 
be smart enough to realize that pitchers would react coming inside, and then they just destroy the inside pitch. We're not seeing that kind of high intelligence with this team. They kind of swing for the fences, and if they miss, they strike out. Yeah, I used to just love to watch Molitor uh, to play, uh, even when he was, you know, with the Brewers, which he was with for a long time, and he had a championship with uh, the Blue Jays after his uh, Twins experience. Isn't that right? Uh, first World Series I covered was Paul Molitor, World Series MVP in 1993. Uh, you know, Joe Carter hit the memorable home run, but Molitor right. is the best player in that series. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Duran hits 105 yesterday on, I think, at least two pitches, 104 on several others. He was well-rested, and I kind of shook my head when they put him in because there, there was one out in the ninth, but I guess they just wanted to have you know, him get out on the mound because he hadn't pitched for a while. Yeah, pitcher, relief pitchers are hard to manage because if you use them too many days in a row, they burn out uh, or susceptible injury. If you don't use them enough, then they lose what the feeling of what it's like to pitch in a game. So Rocco knew he had an off day coming up. Durant hasn't been pitching much. Uh, he just And he just wanted him to get out there for a short stint just so he kind of got that feeling again. Yeah, and De Leon had pitched pretty well. I think he struck out four of the five guys he faced. They give up one hit. So they did finish that game uh, strong. They've got the day off today. Of course, uh, they're in a stretch, really, you know, going back to going out to, to L.A. and really maybe starting with the Padres series at home, a stretch of some pretty good uh, teams that are above 500. So uh, this is kind of a tough stretch in their, in their schedule. It is, and uh, they have to play the Jays this weekend. Uh, Jays are a good team. Uh, it does, be, And they are in a tough stretch here. Um, now, if you're a good team, you should be able to handle that. Uh, a lot of it's health, though. Um, they just have, you know, they've, I, was, I wrote something about it. It's online right now. I mean, they've had injury to every position. You know, catcher, every infield position, every outfield position, DH, um, you know, and throughout the, and they've already lost Mally, and, you know, Maeda isn't back yet, and they've had a couple of middle relievers go on the injured list. The injuries are, are nobody has enough depth to survive a severe number of injuries. That's what we saw last year. Everyone say the Twins are lousy last year. They were, when they're healthy, they were very good. They just didn't stay healthy. And there's talk, you know, today that uh, Correa could have to go on to the 10-day IL. You've said that he told you that he's not going to, but Rocco apparently quoted the saying they really won't know until tomorrow whether or not he's going to need to miss uh, a few more days. Well, I was I talked to Rocco. I was in that session when Rocco talked about it, and I also talked to Correa myself yesterday afternoon. Uh, Rocco said he didn't know. So you can you can frame that as he might go on the DL. You can also frame it as he might not go on the IL. Uh, he didn't say he didn't commit either way. He said they're going to they're going to give Correa a couple of days just to rest, and then they take a look at him on Friday afternoon. So we're not going to know until Friday afternoon. Correa told me that he feels like taking the day off yesterday uh, helped him avoid the injured list. He expects to play this weekend. All right. Well. I know we're uh, us Twins fans are just so eager to see uh, Royce Lewis, you know, get a crack again the way he's been uh, tearing it up. But uh, you know, you, you hope it isn't, uh, you know, at the expense of uh, another injury. But it would sure nice to be nice to see what he can do uh, uh, once he gets, uh, you know, back with the Twins. Well, Royce, I don't think he's eligible to come up till the 29th or the 30th, and I fully expect him to come up. Uh, if he's if he's still performing well and he's healthy, I fully expect him to come up at that point and take over third base. If Correa is hurt, obviously he would play shortstop, but I, I expect him to come up and play third base and have Farmer go back to being a utility player. Well, last night the Panthers uh, clinched the uh, Stanley Cup uh, East in uh, four straight. Every game was close. It, I mean, it was closer than close. And, you know, probably you could say could have gone either way. 
Uh, they uh, Tonight now, the Miami Heat, they're on the road uh, in uh, Boston. And uh, here's a crazy thing, Jim. I'm going to go out on the limb here. Uh, no team, as we know, has come back from a 3-0 deficit. Now, if Boston wins again tonight, I think they're going to go into Miami and win game six. I won't predict necessarily they'll take the seventh game, but uh, I don't know. I, Miami hasn't quite got it done yet, and they make a lot of you know talk about these undrafted players, but they didn't play as well in uh, the clinching game, those undrafted players, as they had leading up to that point. No, they hadn't. And, and the Celtics are the better team. Objectively, they're the better team. Uh, so, you know, if if you're ever going to see a team come back from 3-0, it's probably going to be a team like the Celtics that are the better team and finally wake up in the series start playing better. Uh, you know, obviously the statistics all favor Miami finding a way to win one of the next three games. But, hey, that's why we watch sports. We really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, either way, Denver should be well-rested uh you know, and if, if this, uh, you know, series does extend out, uh, I would think that uh, won't bother the Nuggets at all. No, the Nuggets are in great shape, and I think the Nuggets are the best team in the league and have been all year. Yeah, they've sure been fun to watch. Well, tonight the Lynx are on the road for the first time. It's a young club. Uh, you know, what do you expect? I guess this last game against Atlanta probably hurt more than the first loss. Yes, well, I mean, in both cases, they just fell apart for a quarter. Uh, in the opener, they one of the worst quarters of basketball I've ever seen in my life, uh, three points in the second quarter of that loss. And then they had a 19-point lead uh, over the weekend, and they blew it, and they only scored 10 points in the fourth quarter when any – you know, people like to talk about defense when you're trying to prevent a comeback. The best defense is keep scoring. If you keep scoring, the other team can't catch you. They stopped scoring and, and, uh, and got beat. It's just not a very good team. Um, and, you know, they just don't have a point guard. They don't have a center. Uh, they're depending on Diamond Miller, who's, you know, she's still going to ha- it's going to take her some time to figure out how to play in this league and how to shoot. Um, and everything seems headed toward them, you know, needing to end up with Caitlin Clark or Paige Beckers down the road. Yeah, well, maybe that wouldn't be a bad thing. We can go through a losing season. They're the one franchise that, you know, certainly hasn't had many of those in their existence. Yeah, and last year was their worst year since 2010, and this year... I don't know. I, I just I'm, they have a certain number of good players, and obviously Reeves is a great coach. I just don't like the mix of players this year. Well, Jim, uh, thanks so much for the update. Todd will be back uh, with you tomorrow, and I'm going to see my first Loons game on Saturday night. So wish me good luck. I know they've been struggling as well, but it'll be kind of fun just to to see you know that level of soccer. I guess I've been to other games in the past, but uh, not since they moved into the new stadium. Oh, it's a, it's a cool experience. The fans really get into it. There's good food, good drink. Uh, it's, it's it's a fun place to spend the day. And it sounds like it's going to be summer-like as far as the weather, too. It will be, yes. Okay. Jim, have a good weekend. Great. Thank you, Bill.